Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. From cranberries to cows and everything in between, this is Forward Farming. Hey guys, welcome back to season four. Holy cow, it's season four of Forward Farming. If you're new here, welcome. But what the heck took you so long to find us? Just kidding. We're glad you're here. Um, and if you're returning, thank you. Um, my name is Amber. If you're new here, aka Cranberry Chats on social media. And we're going to be hearing from Becca, my co-host, um, in just a little bit. But I uh, just wanted to hop on and say happy 2023, you guys. And welcome to season four. So again, if you're new, Forward Farming was started to talk about not only Wisconsin agriculture, because cranberries are the state fruit of Wisconsin, and Becca is in dairy, um, so milk is the official state beverage of Wisconsin. We also wanted to talk about our lives and roles on the farm, um, because we are both active farmers, and we're also moms and wives, and how that all plays into agriculture as well. So we talk a lot about um, Wisconsin agriculture. We talk about a lot of our lives on and off the farm, and our kids, and kind of everything in between. So um, hopefully you enjoy our shenanigans, because we have quite a few. And if you want to hear anything this upcoming season, we already have quite a few guests lined up that I'm really excited for you guys to hear this season. But if you want to hear anything um, special from Wisconsin Egg, if you are a farmer, if you are a mom, if you are anybody that wants to share your story on our podcast, please feel free to reach out to either myself or Becca or find us on our Instagram page, um, Forward Farming Podcast. Shoot us a message um, and we'd love to talk some more. So thank you again for being here. And today we want to talk about um, the new year ahead, what our goals and ambitions are for the year. Um, I know myself personally, I know Becca has her own story that she wants to share a little bit later, but for me anyway, I am, um, I don't want to say I'm necessarily setting like a new year's resolution for myself because that's a big commitment. I'm not... <laughs> Uh, Dan's going to listen to this and he's like, why are you so afraid of commitment? If you're married to me, Dan is my husband. Um, well, you know, you're just lucky, I guess. But for me, like making a commitment on January and having to stick to it throughout the year just isn't fun for me. Like it puts a lot of unnecessary pressure on me and like it, I just don't fly that way. I like to be spontaneous. And like, if, if I don't commit to something that I said I'm going to do in January, I'm going to feel like a terrible person at the end of the year. Cause I didn't follow through with it. But if I kind of make little goals for myself throughout the year, kind of where I'm at in life, that makes it a little bit easier for me to obtain rather than setting like one big goal of like, I want to do like say I want to lose 30 pounds by 2023 or 2024. Holy cow, it's gonna be 2024. Um that's that's just hard for me to like wrap my brain around at one time. So um instead this year I kind of had to take a step away from social media at the beginning of the year just because no offense to anybody, but I I don't really care. For you. That sounds so mean. I don't care what your New Year's resolutions are because that makes me feel bad because I didn't come up with something unrealistic and post about it on social media. Like I just, I don't know. That just wasn't, it was 
it wasn't good for my brain to see everybody being like, I want to do this. I want to do this. And again, imposter syndrome is real, um, especially when it comes to social media. And I just, I didn't want to see it if I didn't comment or like your post or something like good for you. I'm proud of you for like setting that goal for yourself. But for me, that just isn't how I work. So instead I'm taking it little by little, um, and doing what works best for me. So, um, in, in like a word of the year, I know Becca likes doing this. So no offense, Becca, I don't like doing that either. Um, again, it's just, it's commitment to stick to one thing for an entire year. Um, but here's, here's what my plans are for this year, um, in smaller chunks that seem realistic for me, myself, my family. Um, so the biggest one I am prioritizing myself and my health all around. Um, I started doing this towards the end of last year. I've been kind of going through some, um, body struggles, especially after having my son, um, in 2021, I feel like my body has been changing and not for the better. So I really, um, I kind of, I kind of had a wake up call. Um, I don't know, like in November or so, where it was kind of like, I need to, I need to be serious about this. And I've always enjoyed being active, being outside, you know, farmers are outside all the time, moving, whatever. Um, but after having, uh, my son Porter, that kind of stopped happening. I, I became so, um, focused on keeping him safe that I didn't really want to go outside with him. I didn't want to, I don't want, I don't like going places with him. <laughs> this is, this is postpartum anxiety at its finest. Like I, and COVID like all, he's a true COVID baby. He doesn't socialize with people because I'm terrified of him getting sick. And like all these horror stories, especially over the holidays of RSV going around. I'm like, no, 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 we're not going anywhere. You're not coming near my child. So we're just staying inside and being hermits because that's what's, that's what's safe. When in reality, that's not safe for anybody, especially your mental being. So found that out the hard way. Um, so for me, um, this year is all about pushing myself to be uncomfortable and kind of living in that uncomfortability until it becomes comfortable. So um, starting with like my physical health, um, I started, I completely changed the way I eat and I kind of had that mindset shift of like food isn't always supposed to be comforting. It's not always supposed to be um, like curbing your cravings. It's not always supposed to be satisfying and like this like indulgious act. Um, I want to change my mindset of it being uh, food is fuel. And that's how I, I try to plan like my, my days literally revolve around food. So from the time I go to bed at night, I'm thinking of like, okay, what am I going to have for breakfast? Okay. I have X, Y, Z for leftovers. What am I going to have for lunch? Like if I'm having something that's a little bit more indulgent for lunch, how can I, um, oh, how can I add more nutrition at dinner to kind of like balance it all out? So if I have like something a little, you know, you know what I mean? So it's always like planning ahead. Whereas like, if you just listen to what I said leading up to this, I don't like planning. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm a planner, but not like for myself. I like planning other people's things, but when it comes to prioritizing me, I, I'm always in the backseat, like whatever, I'll just have whatever no one else wants to eat or like, you know, 
Um, so I'm really trying to prioritize myself this year and nutrition has been a big thing for me and changing my mindset and really focusing on, um, drinking more water and how can I find enjoyment out of drinking water? And if I'm not finding enjoyment, how can I literally force it down my throat? (laughs) Uh, whether that be getting one of those giant bottles that has like the times on it, like drink this by nine o'clock, drink this by 10 o'clock, like the hourly check-ins. Um, or if it's having my husband throw a whole lemon in my water and be like, I want, or like throwing a couple lemon slices. And when he comes home from work being like, oh, there's still some sitting on the counter. You didn't drink enough water, go throw this in and drink more. Um, you know, having him to hold me accountable, um, you know, like little things like that have been a big step for me already. And then finding ways to move my body that works for me. So for me personally, I, it's, it's cold. We're in Wisconsin. I'm, I don't want to go for walks every day. I don't like that. I don't like being outside in my lungs feeling on fire because I'm trying to breathe. Uh, so I created a, a gym in my garage where I can lift weights. I have a really great trainer that I work with. Who's been literally holding my hand this entire time, um, and positive reinforcement and doing check-ins with me. Um, cause he knows how important this changes for me as well. So he's been a great lifeline to have. And then I recently just got a Peloton off of Facebook marketplace because I hate doing cardio so much. I hate it. Like long walks, hate it, hate, 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 hate. So I'm trying to change my mindset of this too. So maybe if I have, um, this bike that I spent a boatload of money on, that'll get me motivated to, um, you know, go ride for 20, 30 minutes a day. Um, especially on days that I'm not lifting weights, um, get that heart rate up and maybe make it so I don't hate it as much. Um, I did my first ride actually this morning and I, the, I did this at like six o'clock this morning, right after I got up and the guy on there, he's just so happy. And I'm not, he's like, Oh, fun music. It makes everything more fun. And I just wanted to reach through the screen and just gently tap his teeth and <laughs> just kidding. Um, but, but really like it, it just wasn't fun, but I'm, I'm trying to change my mindset on things that I don't find fun. I want to make them fun for me because I know it'll be better for me in the long run. Um, and then once it starts getting, you know, on days where it's not bitterly cold, maybe going outside with, with Porter and the dog and just kind of playing for a little bit, whether that be 10, 15 minutes at a time, just so I can get outside and, and kind of start getting over my fear of like, oh my God, my child's going to get kidnapped or like, he's going to get sick everywhere he goes, which he might. Um, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll figure it out if, and when that happens. So just little kind of baby steps like that seem a lot more obtainable to me. Like I kind of have an, a, a grand idea of how I would like the year to go, but I'm also realistic in the fact that if it doesn't go the way that I want, I need to know that it's okay to adapt and change the course. And maybe in August, I'll be like, this is my new goal that I want to reach by the end of the year or not even put a timeline on it. So it doesn't seem so, um, I don't feel so trapped in that time frame that I need to have this done by this date or I'm a failure. That's kind of how I view resolutions. I don't, I don't know. That's just, those are just my, my thoughts. So, um, that's kind of my thing right now. 
Um, I'm also trying to focus a little bit more on the podcast because I, I feel like there's a lot of big things that we haven't done that we haven't talked about yet that I would like to talk about, um, and kind of really change the way that we do things around here. So stay tuned for that because I'm kind of excited about the changes ahead. Um, anyway, that's kind of my 2023 predictions, if you will. Um, we'd love to hear some of yours. Um, Becca has a lot to talk about as well. A lot of big changes happening for her. So thanks for listening to my little TED talk, my little rant, and I'd love to hear what you guys have in store. So bye. Hey everyone. It is Becca. I, let's see, this was my idea to do kind of like a 2023 what our goals and ambitions and resolutions are and I can tell you it's January 9th that I'm recording this and from January 1st until now I think everything has blown up and everything I thought I was going to be doing has changed so um poor poor planning on Becca's part but (laughs) I still want to take the time to make Uh, this recording because it's going to be a long journey I think for me this year Uh, a big growth journey and just kind of finding who I am so if you're not familiar on when no well yeah last Wednesday I put in my resignation at the dairy farm I have been there for 14 years almost I think it was gonna be 14 years in April and that there's not one set reason of why I'm leaving there there was there was a lot that went into it but it just it became very very apparent to me that it was time I don't know how to like describe it because there's been times before that I've thought about it and I either talk myself out of it or uh just I don't know I knew that it wasn't the right time but this I I don't know what it it was it was bizarre it honestly was bizarre I just I knew that it it needed to be time to leave and as heartbreaking as that was I I mean I literally cried like a baby (laughs) talking to my boss I had a I didn't actually give it to him but I like literally wrote out my letter of resignation because I wasn't sure that I would be able to like speak. <laughs> um, but that's just, I, I cry a lot when I'm like, yeah, going through things. So anyways, yeah, that was last Wednesday that I put my resignation in. He completely understands behind me ever, you know, 100%, which is great. I, I think my biggest fear ever leaving the dairy was to put them in a hard place or feel like I'm letting them down because, you know, I've been there for so long. I've been raising their calves for so long. And it's it's not always easy to find someone that, not to like toot my own horn, but that wants to raise calves and wants to, like, is attentive enough to do it and do it for so long. You know, when I started there, we, when I first started there, I was just milking in college and we didn't actually keep the calves on the farm. And then when I graduated, I, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. And my boss is like, well, if you want to like raise our calves, we can keep them here. And I'm like, oh yeah, sure. And so that's how it started. I just, 
604 was the very first calf that I ever fed. And now uh, we've got a few different herds in the, in the, um, oh gosh, now I'm having a brain fart. A few different herds like at the farm. And uh, for Tom's herd, which is like the biggest herd, we're up to over 2,000 in our numbers. And then you think about all the other herds and all the bull calves. I have raised a lot of calves. Like that has been my identity for the past, oh, 12 years. And so it was a really hard decision. This episode, I don't want it to be too long and I don't want it to be all about leaving. I'm sure that we will talk about that again. But so that's kind of what's going on with me right now. I, I'm done at the end of the month and one of the worst parts about leaving is that I, I've i got a herd there. And so, you know, something needs to be done with that herd. And so that means selling a lot of them. I'm hoping to keep a couple um, heifers for sure. And then hopefully a couple cows maybe just to show or... I, I'm, I'm not sure yet. I'm taking it day by day and just kind of... I don't know. Yeah, taking it day by day and seeing where it goes. So... That kind of blew up everything that I knew for this year. I, on Instagram, I think I'm, I don't know, the first of the year, I had talked about how I didn't necessarily want to pick like a word or um, a resolution. I didn't, I didn't want to do that because in the past I've done words and I don't even know what the words that I pick are. You know, you remember them for like a month or two and then... I don't know. It's fun to pick them. It's fun to think about, but it just, it wasn't really like resonating with me. So my, I like picked a motto for this year and it was to create more than I consume. And I actually, I mean, I still think it's good. I'm going to create a, a lot this year, mainly because I don't know what I'm going to do with my life, but I, I feel like I, I don't know. I'm just getting a whole fresh start and I, I'm going to take the time to kind of find myself again. You know, dairy farming is, it's a lot. It's, you don't ever turn your brain off. You know, there's, there's ups and there's downs. There's, it's just, it's a lot. And I never want to stop being involved in that industry. And I think it helps obviously at our farm, we still raise dairy steers and, you know, I'll still have my heifers and, and stuff. And, you know, honestly, my, boss can call me and say he needs my help you know I'm gonna be there I you know that's that was the biggest thing it was like I don't want you to think that I don't ever want to be here I just I can't I can't do it every day anymore and um so yeah like everyone's leaving on good terms which is which is what I wanted I didn't want to stay there too long where I like started resenting anyone or you know there got to be bad blood or anything so I'm just I'm really thankful that I'm gonna stay be able to stay in the dairy industry. You know, I'm not going to be technically a dairy farmer anymore, but I'll, I'll still be in it, um, raising our, raising our steers and stuff like that. So I, I'm just hoping to, to create, to enjoy more time with my family, to not get up at the butt crack of dawn <laughs> every morning, to maybe have a little bit more stability in my life. And yeah, I honestly, I don't know what I want to do with my life. I'm 33 years old and I'm starting over. It seems like I didn't even have a resume. I 
<laughs> I saw a job opening for a dairy nutrition company and I'm not sure I want to get into nutrition, but I was just checking it out and I was like, oh my God, I, like, I don't even have a resume. So I worked on that. I did make one, but at the same time, it, it seems so small because I don't have like a ton of work experience. If, if you want to say that, like the experience I have is unmatched, but depending on what these companies want, you, you never know. So, uh, it's just, it's going to be a lot of unknowns this year and just, I don't know how many times I can say like taking it day by day, <laughs> but that's what it's going to be. And I'm hoping that, you know, one day my dream job is just going to fall in my lap and be handed to me. <laughs> I know it's not going to happen, but, um, I can dream, right? Uh, so yeah, I'm on, I'm in LinkedIn now, big LinkedIn person, just kind of browsing jobs, keeping an eye out. I'm not actively looking for a job just because I know that the next couple months are going to be like a weird schedule. Um, I'm feeding calves through the end of the month, but at the same time, I'm like starting to sell things and meet with potential buyers and stuff like that. So it's just, I, I don't know how long it's going to take to sell things. And so I don't want to pick up a full-time job like the second I get done in February and then still try to like do all these other things. I just, I, I want a little bit of a break to kind of catch my breath and find myself again. A lot of people have told me like at least get a couple weeks off where you can just like do nothing or you know what I mean? Like take a couple days after you're done and just sit on the couch and cry and eat junk food and, and be okay with that. And I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, Okay, I think it's time that I wrap this up because <laughs> I'm not starting to cry. It's fine. Everything is fine. But as a recap, my 2023 goals and ambitions, uh, the main one is to create more than I consume, which I have heard that phrase a lot on um, podcasts and stuff. And most of the time people are talking about like social media, making sure that you are not just consuming social media, but you're also like creating. And that last year, that was, I think, I don't know, I hit a slump last year and I, I was on it all the time, but I like wasn't creating it. I just, I don't know. I wasn't feeling very creative and I've, I don't know. I feel like I've kind of gotten my spark back. Like I want to start sharing more. And so that phrase create more than you consume obviously applies to social media, but I think it really applies to all aspects of life as well. I'm just thinking about it like with my family life. I want to create more memories and really have those ingrained in my mind rather than just like consuming the days as they go by and, you know, waiting for the weekend to be here or waiting for them the next event that we've got going on or something like that. Like I just, my kids are growing up so fast, you guys, and I really want to not forget any of it. I want to take more pictures. I, I used to have like a bajillion pictures of kids on my phone, like my kids and I'm not creepy. And I don't know. I just, I don't have as many anymore. I think I was like more on Snapchat and stuff to family, but then I wasn't saving them. So then it's like, I don't have the pictures. So I just, I want to, I don't know. I want to take it all in. I want to just kind of get back to the basics of who I am and what I want to do. And I think a big p 
part of that as well is my mental health and kind of, um, I don't know, just, just working on my mental health, not pushing it off all the time. You know, farming is stressful and I, I think, I mean, I don't remember when this episode was, but I, after I had Jackson, I, I was not okay. I was, I was having a really hard time. And so I started on Lexapro just over a year ago and it helped immensely. But I was at my doctor appointment for a a refill. Oh my gosh, you guys, I'm pulled over. (laughs) I pulled over on the side of the road just next to some random houses to record this. And I'm just, you know, casually watching a dog take a little, a little poop. That's awkward. It's a very cute dog though. Anyways, back to it. So I started taking like the pearl about a year ago and it helped immensely. I had to go to the doctor a couple weeks ago to uh, like just revisit and see how I'm doing and stuff like that. And they, you know, make you fill out like a paperwork, paper form thing to see how you're doing. And, um, I guess I wasn't doing as well as I could be. And she kind of explained to me, um, some of the things that I am still feeling and dealing with, like, they're not normal. (laughs) And I think I, you know, I've gotten so used to it that I, you just, I don't know, you don't think about it. So we decided to double my dose and see how it went. And so far, amazing. Thankfully, I don't have any side effects that I can tell. Maybe besides, like, quitting my job and having a midlife crisis. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, the only way to get through this is if I just make jokes about it, if you guys don't know me. Um, Anyways, I am feeling really good, and I almost wonder if, if doing that kind of, like, gave me the courage, maybe, to, to leave and to, to know that, um... I might be better off, I don't know, doing something more that can support my mental health more. I'm not really sure. It's it's all really weird timing, and I maybe I'm just kind of trying to make something out of nothing. I'm not sure. But, yeah. So, mental health is a big thing that I want to focus on. And I'm kind of hoping that when I have a little bit more time after the end of the month, I can everyone journals. I'm not sure if I'm a journaler. It's weird to me. I might try. If I have time, I might try. And just kind of really focusing on um, not just going through the motions of every day and just focusing on being a a better me and a better mom and a better wife. Um, So yeah, other than that, I really want to do... I said I was going to be done like a while ago and I keep talking. Other than that, I really want to expand our YouTube page. I have been loving doing YouTube. I didn't think I would, but I actually do. And it's, it's really fun for Joey and I to do together because he like loves watching YouTube and we, we watch it before bed now every night. And (laughs) is that embarrassing? I don't know, but I, I'm hoping to do more on YouTube, kind of grow that a little bit more. Um, just try to keep up with the Instagram and the TikTok see how that goes. I, I'm not a huge, I don't know. I'm just, I don't think I'm the right, uh, age group for TikTok, but I've just been posting my reels over there for shits and giggles. So that is kind of my goals for 2023. Uh, that was like a little word dump. 
I think I needed that little therapy session. But um, my last goal is to drink more water because everyone should drink more water. Are you drinking water right now? Go chug some. Okay. All right. Thank you so much for listening. We have a lot of awesome big plans coming up for 2023. A lot of really awesome interviews and we're still looking for more. So if you think that you would be a good person to be on the podcast or you have someone in mind that you want us to talk to, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we love to not only highlight Wisconsin farmers and Wisconsin like businesses, but honestly across the across the globe, if you will, um, just to celebrate the female farmer because uh, we're a badass group, you know? All right. Thanks guys so much for listening and we'll catch you next time.